Welcome to the Benchmark Podcast. This is Brother Wolf. I'm joined with today by my brother in arms. Uh, say something for the people, Collins. Collins. <laughs> so today, the main crux of our topic will be the upcoming battle in between the two juggernaut systems, Xbox, let's call it Xbox 2020, and the PlayStation so you don't 5. want to call it by its name? <laughs> because we all know that name is subject to changing. So that's the only reason why I say that. Fair, I'll give you that one. Also, I just want to intimate right now that Xbox, Microsoft, whoever is in charge of this, do fucking better. <laughs> Please. Like, from the Xbox to the 360 to the One, your naming convention makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> like, literally, the PlayStation... Follow it through. I understand the PS One. Then after PS One, what you have? The PS Two. Ah! Simple, groundbreaking. <laughs> like, like even with the Nintendo, they had the Super Nintendo. I bet the Super Nintendo is better than yeah. the Nintendo. Yeah, there like, you go. Oh, Jesus Christ! So uh, today we're going to talk about the. <laughs> In case y'all missed the last podcast, that was very important. Mm-hmm. What just happened? But the uh, second thing is is today we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming battle between the two, which is going to kick off this holiday season. Um, we, we're going to focus on the IPs, on the intellectual properties, but also before we do that, we also have to give you some background on them so you'll understand this part of it too. Uh, the first thing is the technology. In case you have not looked at the technology for these two systems, it is, oh my God, they are trying to reinvent gaming which is really awesome. Um, They are working on different ways, whereas if you want to think about it, they're developing a Windows-type operating system in order to go on their gaming systems. Back up for a second. Mm -hmm. Who is they? Is it Xbox and PlayStation? Which would be Microsoft, let's do understand that. Both? One or the other? Who's doing what? Let's not play the pronoun game. Well, let's say PlayStation is doing it definitely more intensely. Um, whereas they're going back to the fact of having a front end before they actually put the game on. Whereas Xbox is doing something, whereas they're doing things in order to rewrite the, uh, as it would be, um, to reinvent the wheel, as I, as I would say. I want to disagree with that. To me, what it looks like is they are uh, using the best, as uh, it was said, best in class. They're trying to use the technology available to make it... When the PS2 came out, it was groundbreaking because it was a multimedia system. You could play CDs, DVDs, and PlayStation 2 games. So for the low, low price of whatever the intro was, was it $299, $399? You know what I mean? Yeah. You could go ahead and do all this stuff. Well, now, it's kind of... Everything's all-in-one, but like if you don't make something all-in-one... It's not a worthwhile endeavor. Right. And I'm concerned to say that, hey, are they trying to reinvent it? Are they trying to make us push toward a certain concept or idea? Because if you look at it, hands down, just from the look of it, PS5 wins. It looks futuristic. It looks sleek. It looks like it could fit on a crowded, you know, TV stand easily. The Xbox One X... Looks like the worst Amazon box you've ever received a package in. 
And that's saying a lot because right now with Corona in full effect, we've been getting a lot of Amazon packages. <laughs> Let's not all pretend like we've not been there. Man, it was supposed to be here by 12 noon. It's 11.59. I was it. Also, all of that together with the fact that both of them are using 8K technology, which is a big step up for gaming. Um, previous generation was primarily 4K technology. Uh, I, I want to disagree with you there on two points. Number one, 8K is just big, period. Like, just across the board. Like, and with the current impacts, we don't even have 8K movie theaters. I mean, we don't have movie theaters, but, you know, exactly. like that. <laughs> and I'd also say that... Uh, 4K is a recent endeavor. For the longest, it looked like 1080p was the standard. I'm wondering what the next jump will be after 8K. And we'll get into this later, but I personally don't care because as someone who wears glasses, I'm already blind, so I really can't see the difference anyway. Right. And as somebody that has been all over an electronics department, I can tell you this also. We always used to say when people used to ask us about the TVs, and maybe it was one of the reasons why our electronics department went downhill. But we, And when people used to ask us, we told them truthfully that you really would have a hard time telling a difference in between a 1080p uh, picture and a 4K picture. Because the normal human eye is not able to pick it up. Yeah. So, what are you... How special are you? I don't think you are. So, with that said... Uh, Please continue. Sorry for interrupting, but just one of those things I want to put out there as well. Also, they're going to be using uh, the safe state drives, which is a big thing with uh, with both systems. Safe state or solid state? Solid state, I'm sorry. Solid state drives, in which they're going to be using on both systems, which means uh, with them reinventing the operating system, load times will be much lower on the uh, on the uh, on the games. Also, the amount of space they take up on your hard drive will also be lower. So that is another big cue. Which I, and this is why I'm so concerned with this, because gaming could lead the way for how we change to compute in general. And to go into this, we'll specifically talk about the technology. Now, I'm going to break it down hyper simply. You can go to your random website and say PS5 versus Xbox and get the literal specs put next to each other. The Xbox is better than the PS5 on paper. If you're saying you're going ahead and compare A to B, the Xbox wins. The reason why I'm interested is one one reason and one reason alone. The architect say again, the architecture for the PS5 is such that that they're building a dedicated controller to ensure that they can go ahead and access things quicker, as well as the fact that it will change how information is accessed. So you're not only putting in a uh, turbo booster, but you're opening up the highway so that way it's easier for information to uh, travel and transit. So to me, you don't need to have the best, uh, you know, minimum wage worker who files cabinets when you have the best filing cabinet system in the world. So I'm curious to see how that plays out specifically with the intellectual properties, because that's the point today. We're comparing them both, but at the end of the day, no matter what it comes down to, it comes down to the game games. you want to play. It's about the games. You're right, absolutely right. So if the games I want to play are on this system, does it matter that I can't compute at 55 XYZ units? No. I want to play Mario. I'm getting Mario. That's why we didn't cover the Switch, because 
Nintendo protects their IPs to the highest degree, and I'm not trying to go ahead and pay them any money. But going back to the Sony and the the Sony PS5 and the Microsoft 2020, which is an astute way to put it, which technology is more superior? On paper, the Xbox is the potential winner. However, it's not the clear-cut winner because we have to see how the PS5 will perform. So unfortunately, we can't even answer this question, but we are looking forward to it. Me personally, technologically speaking, because they're so close, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the underdog in this one and say the PS5 with building a dedicated controller, having it access information differently, I'm gonna say the PS5 is superior. Your thoughts? Um, I definitely think technology-wise, I think like you said, uh, the thing is accessing the uh, data, how quickly it's able to access the data. When you're building a system based around accessing on console games, I think that that makes a big difference. And we will have to see in order to make sure as to if they're able to implement it the correct way. But I do think that that will give PlayStation 5 uh, a definite advantage in this department. Fair enough. Uh, Another department in which we're going to talk about is the fact that Xbox Live is going to be changing over to include Xbox uh, Gold with it. Uh, that's a whoa, big whoa, whoa, thing. Whoa, let's, 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 let's take it back a quick, a quick second. That is our assumption. So let's state the facts that we actually know. Correct. Xbox has removed 12-month digital subscriptions from their store. And it's most likely going to merge the gold membership or include the Game Pass with the gold. Some sort of iteration of the, the two. You know what I mean? The question becomes at this point is, what is the price point going to be for the new product? How will PlayStation Network compare? And what is the value that each one provides? Generally speaking, when it comes to online gaming, I prefer to game with the Xbox. Even though I have to pay, it's proven to be with you. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I search with Bing. I use the Bing points to go ahead and get free Microsoft months. I'm at, I expire in December this year. You know why? Because I search with Bing. And I'm going to keep searching with Bing because... Why am I going to pay for something I don't need to? But imagine if for, let's call it $70, you got a year's worth of Xbox Live Gold, which comes with the free games, and you got the Game Pass subscription. That's not bad. And that's what the price is right now. But let's say they lowered it to $65 a month. I'd pay that. I'd pay that. Without question. I'd... I have problems arguing that anybody that would currently have an Xbox Live uh, subscription would not pay just that small amount over, or uh, I'd, I'd have issues uh, thinking that um, that anybody that doesn't have it wouldn't double look at it in order to say, hey, this is a value I could get behind. Um, the second thing is, is PSN has always had a, uh, a situation whereas they didn't have that Xbox Live front end before. They've been working on rewriting it in order to go ahead and correctly have it. Um, and which was, uh, that that does make a difference too. Xbox has had a, a, a leap on them ahead of that. Because if you will remember for some time, uh, PlayStation in order to go online with, you actually had to go into each game in order to access it online. That was uh, PlayStation... Uh, two time PlayStation three time 
in which you actually had to go into the game first before you can get online. Um, so they also have PlayStation changed. got hacked. That's why Obama died. Oh, no, Obama, Osama died. That. <laughs> PlayStation got hacked. That's why Osama died. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Coincidence. So another thing is, while we're talking about this, it would be a good thing in order to get into the fact that another thing that's very important with the systems is the fact that what are your friends playing? Like this is the the key at, uh, the key thing of it because if you have this great system with all these great games on it, it will make no difference to you whether it, whether or not uh, you have it if you don't have people to play with. And the most common way to play these days is to play online. It's not to play actually you know in a room like you used to with your best friends and everything like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's back it up for a second. So we might have individuals who don't know the concept of TV going off. Back in the day when you had games, you go by over to somebody's house because they had the newest game system and the newest game, and you had to play two players and you had to take turns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely a case. Um, now you have a lot more players, but also you have a lot of games that don't even op- offer you the local option, which is very key. <sighs> Or if they only offer the local option, like River City Girls, which I want to play, boo, <laughs> they only offer a local option. So that means in the middle of coronavirus, I got to get a friend to come to my house, come through all the horrible world to play a game. No. Not going to happen. No. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing about it is uh, it, it's very important what your friends are playing currently when you're going into the transition. Even though the two of you may make a decision that, hey, I'm going to go with PlayStation in this generation. And you may say, hey, I'm going to go with Xbox. Or one friend might say, oh, I'm going to get both. Like, it won't matter what you play because I'll have this. I'll have the other system anyway. Yeah. So which, that does happen. Which leads to one key point. I am Crash Bandicoot. And by that, I'm referring to the viral marketing campaign where Crash Bandicoot kept jumping systems. And <laughs> right. I had a PS2. And then I was like, fuck the Xbox, that's not anything worthwhile. Then I looked at people who had modded Xbox, and I'm like, all right, see what you did there. And then I jumped over to the 360 because the PS3 just wasn't doing it for me. I didn't really like the controller. It was too boomerangy, and it felt slippery. And PSN just... It was very clunky. Xbox had it, finally streamlined. It was not good enough. PSN was not good enough. In the early Let me reiterate... Though, I had PS3. PSN back then was stinky, bad, bad, boo, boo, ba, ba. <laughs> I'm not sure that's actual words, but I appreciate the sentiment. Neither here nor there. I wasn't a fan of it. And this is this point where local games were still a thing. Not everybody could afford good. There were people still with dial-up. For those of you who don't understand, dial-up was a thing. To quote Immortal Technique, it's frustrating to watch every day, like trying to download Porno on 56K. <laughs> <laughs> like when you have to wait a couple of hours in order to access a porn, a five minute porn video. Yeah, then you really appreciate it when it gets on there though. <laughs> Did we just need to take it off by the FCC? Possibly. So, uh, while we're talking about this, it's a good time in order to go ahead and bring up uh, some of the games right now. So, we could go ahead and start with those. Um, 
a good thing would be if we went ahead and talked about first of all one of the primary things with the game with the two gaming systems is the fact that they'll have two racing games that'll be dropping at the launch time for both systems Gran Turismo will be releasing their new version and Forza will be releasing their new version well, well back up for a second Forza Motorsport I'm a Horizon player I want to drive everywhere so <laughs> forget those games I won't play them <laughs> So, yeah, so my buddy Collins, he won't really uh, talk that much about this, but anybody that knows, they know that Gran Turismo specializes in more realistic racing and everything like that. The cars look amazing on there, and I am definitely very interested in order to see how they will look on, uh, on the new system. Definitely, I think it will be something to behold. The other thing is Forza, while as the cars don't look typically as good on there and they don't they can't have all the cars Gran Turismo has because Gran Turismo has something whereas they don't like to show their cars too beaten up because the manufacturers say they don't want to show their car beaten up like that which I completely understand if you're coming at it from a manufacturer's point of view so that's that's a big difference in between the two but Forza does tend to have faster frame rates which is something very good because they're not specializing so much on the graphical detail of the cars. I want to back up for a second. If you've ever looked at some of the cars, as a child of the 80s, the quintessential two cars in the 80s were the Ferrari F40 and the Lamborghini Countach. I would be more than happy to have a bumper missing if I still had a Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I can't spell Aston Martin. Because I don't have enough commas on my paycheck to spell it. But, you know what? If I couldn't roll the window down and I had to open up the door at the drive-thru, I'd still drive that bad boy. So, I get that you have a, a standard of excellence with your car. At the same time, man, let me live my fantasy. <laughs> right, so uh, Brother Collins just said one of the reasons why uh, he uh, why he feels a certain way about racing. But the other thing is is the fact that uh, they're going to be shooters that are going to be very prevalent on both systems. And Halo Infinite and uh, Gears of War, which they are release re-releasing Gears of War Five on uh, our launch with day with upgrades and whatnot. On, on, uh, with upgrades and everything on them for the new uh, game systems on the Xbox particularly. So uh, the thing is, uh, as I've spoken to Collins about this before, uh, Gears of War 5 was really almost a disappointment of the, uh, the systems. I, 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 I'm playing it on Game Pass. I'm not a fan. Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I got to choose between J.D. and Dell dying, and I won't lie to you, J.D. bit the bullet because he was just too generic a character. I didn't really care. I don't like Kate. I liked Oscar. I liked her uncle because it was Jimmy Smith's. But after that, and I have a friend of mine who said it best, where the hell did cyborgs come from? <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's a logical conclusion, but it's one of those, who cares, man? I want to go ahead and have giant 
worm horrible things and you know we played gears in order to have starship troopers in a game that's basically what we did <laughs> we wanted freaking locust bugs and all to sit up there and shove our gun down its mouth and just start ganging on it. that sounds a little r-rated <laughs> i don't know what you do with your gun i just shoot people <laughs> okay, act like you've never used a lancer before in that manner. <laughs> I did. I used boom shot. We already knew that. <laughs> and then the other thing is Halo, which always looks beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful shooter all the time. But you have to like Master Chief. Master Chief is a polarizing character. And uh, Collins has something he wants to say about this. I have played only one Halo game in my life and put the controller back down. I don't give a shit about Master Chief. I don't give a shit about Halo. I don't understand how the Lollipop Guild is the major enemy and they run at each other and fall down. Fuck Halo. <laughs> but there are quite a few people who love playing Halo. I so, buy stock in it. Let me go ahead and say that right now. Like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely understand that part. So blah, blah, blah. So uh, there, there's that. Also, there's another factor into this in which uh, a lot of people haven't brought out, which is timed exclusivity. And EA is doing what they do so well, which is saying, I am going to sell out to uh, PlayStation. Stop right there. I yeah. want to sell out. <laughs> You're right. This is what EA does so well. For Microtransaction. Sorry. Sorry. For money, 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 money. And so they have said that Some they will be releasing a lot the of their games for a few months earlier on the PlayStation than they will be on the Xbox. And this is big. Uh, also, another thing is the fact that um, with EA having their online service, there have been rumors that EA's uh, online service will also be available on the PlayStation Network which last go around it was not so this is really key also so i want to add something in there that we're waiting for but we also know it's not going to happen we're waiting for that one key thing that's going to kill and or unite gaming at the same time crossplay i'm waiting for it to happen uh as you know i'm playing dead by daylight you just saw it blah 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 imagine if i can go ahead and play on pc xbox or switch I could go ahead, the, the community gets that much larger. Because Dead by Daylight sold on those systems, but those systems can't interact with each other. Imagine if the first person who makes that possible, truly makes that possible. As a Shadowrun fan and an Xbox current owner, Shadowrun for the 360 was PC and 360 compatible. That was it. But as I stated earlier, with Microsoft owning both properties and with the Xbox looking like a PC, it looks like, and with Game Pass specifically being, there's two levels of Game Pass. It's regular, and then there's Game Pass Ultimate, which means you can play the game on your PC and on your console, and theoretically, because everything's cloud saved, you'll be able to pick up one or the other right where you left off if you use the same gamer tag, or same save state, or save save file, whatever you want to call it. My issue is this. Do I really want to do that? Is that what's really the best option? I am rather concerned about the fact that if my homie has the same third-party title and he has a PS5 and I have an Xbox or whatever the case may be, I can't just pick the game up and play with it. I have to go ahead and spend another $400 to get this. 
which to me leads into one of the later topics, which we'll get into. But I'm waiting for crossplay to be figured out. And there's going to be somebody, I don't know if it's going to be this generation, but I'm making a prediction right now. Crossplay will be hacked or modded in before 2030. I'm calling that one. I'm calling that one right, right now. I, I agree with you completely. It's a it's a big thing, and it's the next big step. Um, but the the key point is this: if crossplay happens, what do we do for the systems? That means that your IP, or specifically your brand, isn't as valuable. Correct. I mean, we all understand that that's probably one of the reasons why they haven't made that leap yet. Because these are two major companies, and of course, they definitely have uh, the resources in order to do it. And it probably wouldn't take them that long in order to factor it in since it's technology that's been around for quite some time. So uh, there, there is that. Another game that is dropping is going to be Spider-Man Miles Morales, which goes along with um, you know, the fact that the Miles Morales character has been really big uh, lately in the Spider-Man universe. So that's definitely going to make a big difference in a lot of people's buying decisions. So I feel, I don't want to say this. I like what they're trying to do with Miles Morales. I'm a comic book fan. I'm a Marvel fan. Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters. He's on my wall. I'm looking at him right now. Add him to it. Go ahead and check out the website. Appreciate the work that brother does. Love him much. Neither here nor there. Uh, I'm not a fan of Miles Morales. He just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and, and, and it was something that really surprised me when I heard it, but then I hear his reasoning behind it, and I do agree with some of the reasoning. But I do think that uh, a lot of people, particularly with uh, Into the Spider-Verse being really big, and that was Miles' time to shine, and did he ever. And so that was the one thing about it was uh, I, I do think that it... Uh, it will have an impact, at least on game day, for uh, for some uh, people that are going ahead and getting their new system. But I will say this, though. Even though I'm not a fan of Miles, I would still buy a Spider-Man game. I will still zip around the city, go, <laughs> and have fun and, do, and, and punch the bad guys and kick and all that other fun stuff. And, like, I think they might have been better off if they just made the game the Spider-Verse. I would love to play as Peter Porker the Spider-Ham. <laughs> Not because I'm fat. Quit laughing at me. I don't appreciate that. I understand. But, I mean, I'm not a fan of Spider-Gwen. I think the character's interesting, but not my cup of tea. But imagine what you... I would love to go ahead and see uh, Gwen Venom. I would love to see that. I, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see other options as well. And because of the Spider-Verse, you have so many options. I like Spider-Man Noir. Love the fact that they made Vulture a cannibal. That was that tripped my head off. What about the anime Spider Man? <laughs> what about the-, <laughs> the same thing I said about the Animatrix? What about it? <laughs> nobody, everybody saw it. Nobody remembers so, it. You're, so you're saying that Spider Man with a big giant robot doesn't make you think ooh ooh ah ah? Tang tang walla walla boom. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. No. Okay, so. That's the uh, that's the other thing. So I do think that this will be kind of oh, an interesting uh, setup from the very beginning with both systems. 
which sometimes either one comes in early or one comes in late or some some situation like that happens. But both of them are going to be dropping and they're going to come out with guns slinging. So I think it will be key in order to see. Let me uh, interrupt you for a second, because one of the things that was really difficult when doing this was specifically trying to find a game listing because we could find the specs, but that's already been done to death. We can find all this other stuff. But I just want the games are what matter. You know, like if you don't believe me, everybody had a Wii. Everybody had a Wii. You know what I mean? So it's, it's the properties that matter. It's, it's what you want to play. And trying to find a games list that was exhaustive and complete and provided me the information I needed was hard to find. But credit to where it's due. IGN has it on their website. They have a PS5 games list. Top contributors, Brendan Graber. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Havoc Rose, Janet Garcia, and there's more. Neither here nor there. The last edit was 26 July at 4.46 a.m. The PS5 games, they have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, which is, excuse me, let me restate this. There's a list of confirmed PS5 games. I'm only going to name the PS5 exclusives. I'll then name the timed exclusives. Astro's Playroom, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Gran Turismo 7, which you went over earlier, Horizon 2 Forbidden West, which I actually want to play. Uh, and then after that, we have Project Athea, I believe, believe it's pronounced, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I have never liked that title. That's the biggest setup I've ever seen. Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I still want to play. And that's the only PS5 exclusives. Now, here's the other part. Timed exclusives are these. Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, and... Oh, that's it on this list. I'm making sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, other thing else, everything is just rather speculative, which is frustrating because that means either they can't get the information to provide it or they're holding it for release date, like credit to John Favreau for holding off Baby Yoda for The Mandalorian just in time for the holiday season, which brings me to something I want to go back to. I find it funny that if you go to almost any website... Everything is holiday 2020 or to be announced 2020. You're telling me in the midst of this uncertain time where unemployment is high, you're going to be trying to sell a game system where people are trying to make sure food is on their, their, their table, make sure that they even have work for tomorrow, that the gig economy is not collapsed. This leads me to two points. Point number one, really, bruh? You're just going to follow the formula no matter what. You're just going to, everything you do, uh, let's see if we can make money during Black Friday. I'm not a fan of that. I, I, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. And this gives me to the point I have earlier. Oh, excuse me, a point I wanted to make in relation to what you said earlier. I want to play with my friends play because I want to play with my friends. I also have no problem making new friends. But as an adult, I wish... When I was a little Collins, somebody would have told me, sat me down, looked me in the eye and said, you got to pay rent every month. Every month? Every month. Well, wait. So what is that? Every month. But I don't... Every month. But what about every month? But what about the times when every month? It's hard for me to want to go ahead and spend $500, which is a car note for some people. Sometimes that's a down payment on a new car. I, it's hard for me to justify paying that right now 
especially, especially when it's been shown that game systems are akin to putting out their crappy products first, letting it be crowdsourced, and then putting out a better product on the back end. I have a problem with, you had it as well, Brother Wolf. You suffered from the Red Ring of Death. Right. That would, everybody tried the, the towel trick like it was Total Recall. PS5, excuse me, say again. PS had the white light of death. And it's just like, so you're making a lackluster product. You know this. And you expect me to buy it on launch day? So I can play this game? I'm almost 40 years old. I'm a gamer. I love having fun. I also like eating every day, too. So it's hard for me to want to go ahead and drop down that money for something that I know is going to be a flawed product, which is not going to give me a certain return on value. And I also got other things I need to do. That's a concern that I've always had. Can I afford it? Should I afford it? Better stated as prudence. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And that's a concern I have definitively. Um, one thing that I wanted to say in order to piggyback off of that is when you said about having to pay the rent every month, I still remember to this day, and it was an episode of The Cosby Show. Yes, I know it's taboo to mention it, but at the same point in it's time... It's one of the best episodes of American history, period. I'll go with that one. So what happened was uh, Theo was sitting up there, and he was talking to uh, Cliff about the fact of how he can go ahead and he'll be able to live his best life from off of working at this certain job. And so Cliff actually showed him how he had such and such amount of dollars at the beginning, and then he kept taking the dollars away from him. And then Theo was constantly trying to find a way in order to save the money back. And then eventually Cliff talked about, oh, and rent and took everything else that he had from it and Theo just looked at an empty hand where there was money at before and then Cliff was like now you get it <laughs> that was a paraphrasing but the point being is you got to go shit alright so the, the paraphrasing is keep paramount to say what's your best life what's your best option is it playing games if you're a 13 year old kid you don't know what responsibility is but if you have somebody you have to feed you have children you got a wife I can't co-sign buying this however if all your bills are paid if the, ta- if the taxes are done if if the refrigerator's full the laundry's done buy two I can't say I'm in that boat just yet especially going back to what I said that Microsoft has shown to have Rephrase. We have shown to be provided with faultier products until later iterations of the console. So me, I'm not looking to get a launch item. However, the last criteria for me is arguably the most important criteria because I'm what? A gamer. I've been a gamer. I had NES. I had a Atari 2600. I had an Intellivision. Yes, you have Google. Look these things up. That's what I played back in the day. I had a Game Boy, Super Nintendo, Genesis. The point being is that I've been a gamer, which means I have a catalog. So backwards compatibility is the next topic at hand. And when you look at the backwards compatibility, the question is what 
options can you play? For the Xbox, you should be able to play every Xbox One game, select 360, and select the Xbox games. My concern is if I have the disc for it, why do I have to pay for it digitally? That's a problem I have. I want to make sure that that is going to be taken care of, as well as the fact that if I have the system, I don't want to have to have multiple systems. I would love to just be able to go ahead and own the Xbox Ultimate, since we don't have naming conventions, and just go ahead and take a game, which I still own and love to this day, Crimson Skies. <laughs> Play it if you have it. <laughs> Let your inner child come out when you hear the booty has been taken. I don't care what anybody said. It is so important <laughs> to look back at that game and look back at a, a video of it, at least on the internet, because I think it is a greatly underrated game. I'm holding in my two hands Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and Crimson Skies. I have them both. And these are games that were on the Xbox that, yeah, you need to play those. Those are must-plays for those systems. So, neither here nor there. The point being is, if you, <clears throat> to put it in perspective, Android voice iPhone, sometimes you're just ecosystem committed. If you got an iPhone, a MacBook, and an iPad, guess what you get next? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Now, maybe something can come out that'll go ahead and change your mind. And me personally, I'm looking right now, and if I had to choose, well, first, for backwards compatibility, the PS5 is backwards compatible for the PS4 for most titles, and it looks like potentially select PS3 titles. But going back to what I said earlier, why do I have to buy it digitally all over again to have access to it, or the remastered version? Don't money grab me. That's just insulting. If that's the case, I'll just stick with the games I already got and give you the middle finger and move on with my life. But lining it all up, the fact that the PS5 seems to have the better way of accessing information so that way the technology doesn't have to be as superior. So if they decided to up their game, they'd have the best technology. PS5 wins on that one. With the PSN versus the Xbox, that's a question of payment. You get what you pay for. PlayStation Network, not as expensive as Xbox. Xbox provides you a lot more options. The question is value, or what do you value? For me, considering bills right now, <laughs> I'm leaning toward the PlayStation, but if I had the money, I would go Xbox. So that's a split decision. Uh, friends, that's a split decision as well. I got people who own both, people who want to have both. For me, uh, the only game I want to play coming up is Cyberpunk 2077. If you go ahead and get that, let me know because I will play with you. All right. So that's 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 a wash also. Growing up of can I versus should I afford it? That's not germane to this argument. We have to pick. So we're not going to play that, you know, you're going to go ahead and abstain argument. No, I've got to pick one. My argument would be to abstain, but since it's not the case, the case will be back with compatibility. And I'm looking at my literal library right now. And I don't want to be goofy, but I'm going to do some quick math. Uh, multiplication. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. In a row, 16 times. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I have over 100 Xbox 360 and Xbox One games, not counting digital. I'm going Xbox only because I'm pot committed. However, I've already learned that pot committed means that you're just giving in and not going to the best option. If I were coming in without any sort of dogs in this fight, I would lean toward the PS5. Especially because a lot of the exclusives seem to be timed and not just exclusive. 
That's my final answer. If I had to choose PS5 over the Xbox, but since I'm pot committed, I'm choosing the Xbox. What's your call? Um, for me, since I previously had both systems from almost every generation, um, and I probably have an equal amount from uh, from both uh, system companies. You had a Virtual Boy. Yeah, I, I had a Virtual Boy. Um, Collins knows that the one thing about me is, as growing up as a kid, one of the dreams that I had was that I would have every game system that was out there. And for some time, I did fulfill that dream. But then eventually I got older and I realized just because I had it doesn't mean I will play it. And so it's just a wasted amount of money on it. But I will have to say that uh, both of them do look pretty good. But given the technology and also given the advancement that they have in the framework that they have in play, I would definitely more consider going with the PlayStation just based off of that. Because right now I'm about even as as Collins would say, he's pot committed. I'm even pot committed. Whereas I actually have both both systems, and I actually can uh, go ahead and make either decision, and I wouldn't wind up losing a lot. There's some games in which, amazingly enough, I found out later that because I either got it for free or something like that, I actually have on both systems. There are some games like that. So the the one thing is is. Uh, I, I guess looking at the technology coming up, looking at the games and the way it's going, I would definitely side more with PlayStation. Yeah, and like like the IPs at this point, specifically the IPs, I, I, I'm not sure I want to play Gears 5 again after I've already played it. Which Oh, that's one thing we didn't register as well. One of the things that they're doing is with the digital games, if you purchase a game, you will always have the most up-to-date version of the game available to you. Which I thought was an interesting concept, which always made me wonder, hmm, if you have the most up-to-date version of the game, what does that mean for DLC? <laughs> right. So, yeah, that, there is that. Um, and we all know that EA loves to do tricky things with DLC. Mm, mm, <laughs> Pineapples. Mm, mm, <laughs> so, the, uh, the thing is that uh, this is really our, our rundown as far as that's concerned on the two systems. So uh, and this is also done right now. We're not even at the end of July. We still have more months to come out to speculate about a system. So things could change immensely. We might not have uh, August, <laughs> right? Depending on how far things go or how things don't go. Uh, so yeah, I would stick to it that if I wasn't pot committed, I get a PS5. This is uncommitted. I'll get an Xbox. But my honest answer is. I'm gonna wait and then see what the best option is because I can wait, get a cheaper product, and I have enough things to keep me busy as it is, whether it's a gamer or real life. Would you agree with that statement as well? Absolutely. So um, yeah, that's that's our take on the situation. Um, this is Brother Wolf going ahead and signing off. Collins here. I'm going ahead and killing the rest of this crown. But uh, yeah, you have a wonderful day, guys. Y'all stay solid. Figure out your benchmark, adhere to it, and don't be afraid to change it, because you know what? Change isn't necessarily bad. This is Collins, and thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual 
and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact the professional for any help you may require. We'd like to thank all of our guests for their contributions, and of course to you, our listening family. Don't forget any of our sponsors. Please visit and support them as well. Our intro and outro music is Acid Trumpet by Kevin McLeod. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on all our social media outlets, such as Facebook or Instagram. If you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us via our PayPal. Or you can donate me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC. Collins out.